0: alan samuel studios this is the john moore show on
1: espn central texas We, uh, we asked the question uh, about having Mitch on the show with us today. It was a resounding no only because uh, the formal press conference to introduce uh, Coach Thompson won't be until next week. Uh, Mac Rhodes is out of town. I think Mitch is hitting the ground running recruiting-wise. So the formal press conference will be next week. We'll have plenty of opportunities to talk to him.
0: The John Moore Show is brought to you by Amanda Cunningham, Coldwell Banker Apex Realtor, by Alliance Bank Central Texas. By Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat, your friend in the car business. And by DMRA Fine Jewelers, 4541 West Waco Drive, where Waco gets engaged.
1: So what can we do? Well, let's find some guys who played for him, who coached with him, and talk to them about Mitch Thompson taking the job here at Baylor. And our leadoff hitter in every sense of the word today is John Topolsky, one of Baylor's all-time greats.
0: Um,
1: There was nobody in my mind that was going to bring the same
0: level of passion or dedication to getting the program you know, doing, doing for the program what it can do and what it needs to be done. I think that, you know, so much has been invested in, in uh, creating a winning culture at Baylor that, you know, I'm excited about watching Mitch and his guys carry that on and get us back to national prominence and, you know, do it with great consistency. And I'm excited stay connected with the voice of the bears on twitter on instagram and on snapchat at voice
1: of bears great to visit with hoot johnnigan uh, assistant coach for baylor softball 17 years uh, as an assistant alongside mitch thompson under steve smith for baylor baseball
2: well no he's still got it man he's got he's green and gold in his blood like i said his wife works here he's got two girls so uh...
1: He's green and gold. Now it's, it's, it's through and through throughout the whole family. Yeah, that's true. Love their family. Now, from the Alan
0: Samuel Studios, here's the voice of the Baylor Bears, John Morris and
1: Aaron Sexton. And welcome John Morris show on a Monday holiday for some observing Juneteenth today. Welcome in. We're glad you're with us. John Morris, Aaron Sexton and the uh, formal introductory press conference for Mitch Thompson has now been scheduled. It comes up this Thursday at 11 a.m. at the Baylor Club. Welcome in. Glad you're with us. John Morris, Aaron Sexton and I'm uh, scanning through the uh, release from Max Calderon um, because I don't want to speak out of turn here. Yep. Okay. Um, my question was Is the public, uh, is this open to the public, Mitch's press conference? And the answer is a resounding yes, um, because I know there's a lot of people that want to be there, that know Mitch and Amber, that support them and are very excited about this hire. So, Aaron, uh, here, here's what Max sent out today Baylor Athletics will officially introduce Mitch Thompson as the 20th head baseball coach in program history. With a press conference on Thursday, June 23rd at eleven AM at the Baylor Club. This event will be open to the public and streamed on ESPN Plus. Doors will open at 1030 AM. The media will have a designated seating area and camera platform. Vice President, Director of Athletics, Mac Rhodes, as well as Coach Thompson, will be available to answer questions. So, yes, open to the public. And I think that's great. I mean, I know there is a uh, an appetite for folks being there to show their support for this hiring and to show their support for Mitch and Amber,
3: and for people who can't make it but still want to hear it.
1: We we're going to carry that. We will. How about that? So live uh, streaming on ESPN Plus and right here on ESPN Central Texas as well. 11 a.m. on Thursday. That'll be fun. You know, this is this is really a uh, a highly anticipated press conference. Especially when you consider this time of year, isn't it?
3: Yeah. And I I look forward to, you know, first and foremost questions about the roster. You know, Mm -hmm. I mean, I know he won't have all the answers or even probably a ton of answers, but he'll have some, you know, about uh, bringing in players to the transfer portal and things like that. So... I'm looking forward to it.
1: A lot of questions. There. Yes, there is <laughs> that's of...
3: that's just the tip of the iceberg. But uh, you know, for me, that's the first thing that I want to know.
1: Right. That'll be good. I'm sure that will be asked, uh, or we'll make sure that is asked. But that comes up on Thursday. We'll remind you about it between now and then, but eleven AM on Thursday at the Baylor Club at McLean Stadium for the Mitch Thompson press conference. And uh we'll carry it here on ESPN Central Texas. All right, Mitch coming in to uh to get Baylor back to the College World Series and College World Series games continue in Omaha. Auburn is playing uh, Stanford right now. Stanford had been holding uh, nursing a 2-1 to lead, and Auburn has just uh, opened up, uh, what inning are they, 6th inning maybe? They've opened up a 4-2 lead now on Stanford. We'll keep you updated on that as they continue to play. Um, that is a uh, a losers bracket game going on right now between Stanford and Auburn. The winner moves on; the loser is done. And tonight, Arkansas plays Ole Miss, a winners bracket game that will be at 6 p.m. Uh, Central Time tonight, Central Time, and uh, and that'll be fun to watch. Arkansas uh, just pounded Stanford first game, seventeen to two. Ole Miss beat Auburn five to one. Other half of the bracket. Uh, you probably uh, kept up with that through the weekend. Um, A&M, uh, Tex- uh, Oklahoma beat A&M 13 first game on Friday. Texas lost to Notre Dame 7-3, the second game on Friday. Uh, and then uh, uh, elimination game yesterday, a uh, and beat Texas 10-2. to So think about all that. College World Series and it's a and and Texas playing in Omaha, Nebraska. They get together, uh, which they don't do that often these days, and a uh, and gets the better of the Longhorns, uh, eliminates them, uh, so Texas 2 and Q, and they are out and headed home, if not home already. And A&M moves on to play Notre Dame. That game comes up on Tuesday at 1 p.m., and then last night Oklahoma beat Notre Dame 6-2, to so, OU is undefeated. Uh, OU is sitting pretty. They are a win away from the uh, championship final series. They'll play the survivor of that Notre Dame A&M game, that game being played tomorrow. They'll play that game at 1 o'clock on Wednesday. If OU pl- wins that game, they're in the championship uh, championship series.
3: Yeah, they have they've just had an incredible run. They really have. Know, through, through the end of the season and now <laughs> through the World Series, yeah. One game away from from the finals. That's that's pretty incredible for well, I don't I don't know. out of all the teams from the Big Twelve that made the postseason, how high would they have been on the list of teams you would think would make the championship game?
1: You know, up there, uh because they were so hot at the end yeah, of the year. Yeah, that's true. You they know? they they won the Big Twelve tournament, right. remember that. Finished second, tied for second during the regular season. But then you look at the full season, you'd think, you know, is this a World Series team? Is this a team that you know could play in the championship series of the World Series? I don't know if you would have thought that, but end of the year, they are playing their best, so well done by Oklahoma. So the Sooners still going. Texas is out from the College World Series. We'll keep you updated on the game that is going on right now. It is the bottom of the sixth inning. Auburn leads Stanford 4-2. to All right, take a break. Back with more in just a moment. Aaron, uh, when we come back, uh, you're you're lucky I'm here, and I'll explain that when we come back, okay? So uh, we got that. When we come back, stay with us. Let's check weather, have more, and be back in just a moment. John Morris Show on a Monday, a day in which uh, Juneteenth is observed, so I know a holiday for some people. We are glad you're with us, and we'll be right back. ESPN Central Texas. Alliance Bank. The weather this hour is brought to you by Alliance Bank. Find Alliance Bank with their several locations in Waco and new location in Temple and let them help you and your business succeed.
3: Your ESPN Central Texas forecast for today: sunny and hot with a high near 101, overnight low of around 75. Those temperatures will continue throughout the week with highs near 101 and overnight lows in the mid-70s. With temperatures late in the week and over the weekend getting as high as 105. Currently, it's 100 at ESPN Central Texas.
0: What a year for Baylor Athletics.
1: Here's the play. Fourth down and goal from the one. Hand up. Run and left. Trying to get to the corner. He didn't get there. He did not get there. He stopped short. He had stopped short of the goal line. It was Desmond Jackson with the dive for the pylon. Sharon McVeigh kept him out. From the flagship station for Baylor Athletics, ESPN Central Texas.
4: Cunningham, Cunningham Realtor with Coldwell Banker Apex to find my website, Facebook, and more.
5: In the market for a quality metal building, since 1943 Pioneer Steel & Pipe have helped Central Texas residential and commercial customers with metal building design, panel options, building components, and trim options. Pioneer Steel & Pipe's residential line is energy efficient, offers low maintenance, reduces insurance payments, is impact resistant, and carries up to a 45-year limited warranty. In addition, they can help you find metal building contractors for your project. Pioneer Steel & Pipe with locations in Waco and Bryan and at PioneerBoys.com.
4: Hey guys, it's Jana with Advanced House Leveling and Foundation Repair. I'm here too. He is. I'm ex- Jimmy. Nice I need to price say
5: price. hi to somebody at the City of Waco Permits Department. Heather Hewish.
4: Okay, Heather Hewish.
5: Thank you for saving my backside.
4: Okay, that's a little outside of our uh, commercial goals here, but we will tell you that I we told have- her
1: I'd say hi, and she said I better not. You can call them downtown if you need permits. They're good people.
4: They are, and we're good people at Advanced House Leveling and Foundation Repair at 254. 254- they should
1: cut me a break.
4: 2354 sitting in the city. Or fixitjimmy.com. That's me.
0: Listen to ESPN Central Texas online at centexsportsfan.com.
1: This is Scott Davis, owner of Universal Windows. With inflation driving material costs through the roof and interest rates rising, don't put off replacing those old inefficient windows. Take advantage of our 0% interest for up to six years. Save the equity
5: in your home. Save your cash. Call today, 254-301-7760, and you too will be saying. I love
4: my windows. They've got that brand new home effect. Universal Windows Direct.
1: Looking for answers to your financial questions? In my podcast, Your Money in a Cup of Joe, we break down investments in wealth management in a Q&A style format. I'm Joe Kalea with the Kalea Wealth Management Group. Look for Your Money in a Cup of Joe on our website or Spotify.
5: Clay O'Wealth Management is a Central Texas team of UBS Financial Services, member FINRA, SIPC.
0: I can turn the gray
1: sky blue, I can make it rain. You, back with us, John Morris Show on this Monday. John Morris, Aaron Sexton. That is the Rob Sellers funky bump of the day on this Monday. Welcome back. We're brought to you in part by Alliance Bank, Central Texas, independently owned and has been helping families and businesses in Central Texas meet their financial needs since 2007. All right, I say this uh, uh, With all humility, Aaron, but I said, you're lucky I'm here. And here's here's what I mean by that. (laughs) So uh, I'm off work today. Baylor uh, observing the Juneteenth holiday. That's Mm -hmm. nice. And uh, so Terry and I, my wife and I, are helping keep our youngest grandson, Wesley. And uh, as such, Wesley is a, let me tell you, he is a ball of fire. He (laughs) has got a lot of energy. He wears us out. How old is he? Uh, he will be two in October, so he's about a year and a half, oh, okay. a year and a half old, and uh, is on the move all the time. But uh, we said, yeah, we can help. You know, we can do it together. It might be, seriously, be too much for me to do by myself <laughs> and maybe too much for Terry to do by herself. But together, we thought we could tag team and take care of him. So, uh, you know, with him and with all that energy, you kind of count down the minutes till nap time for uh, for young Wesley <laughs> and nap time is usually twelve thirty. We pushed it a little bit. It was about one o'clock. Tried to lay him down at one o'clock, and uh, he didn't. He didn't want to have any of that. He was having too much fun <laughs> with uh, with Suge, I think you know, with my wife. And so we did the routine, and, and she's done it a bunch. And just she told me what to do, and and put him in his sleep sack, and put him in his bed. Nice, and it's this dark room, and it's cool, and the ceiling fan's going, another fan's going, and a, a sound machine is going. But he just wouldn't lay down. So, you know, we let him stand there for a little bit.
3: Probably got you closer to falling asleep than him.
1: Well, that's coming. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Yeah, that's exactly what's coming. So, um, you know, he's standing there at the rail of his crib and crying, and we, you know, give him some time. And he's not – it almost looks like he's standing there about to fall over because he's falling asleep Mm -hmm. because, you know, he's tired, you know, for his normal nap. Uh, But then Maddie, uh, you know, his mom, our daughter Maddie, she texts me and says, maybe rock him. So I go in there in this dark room, again, cool fan sound machine, and I get him out of of the crib. Don't talk to him. You know, uh, I know, you know, just don't have a conversation. We're trying to get him to go to sleep and put him in my lap and we're in the rocking chair. And uh, he's very comfortable, you know, sitting there. And I'm very comfortable sitting there and we are both sound asleep in like 5 <laughs> minutes. <laughs> it's I mean maybe it was maybe it was less than that, but in probably 2 or 3 minutes we are both sound asleep. And uh so by then it's it's like 1:30 I think, you know I didn't look exactly, but it's about 1:30 when we sit down and do that and the thought did cross my mind, I may fall asleep. I got to get to the radio station. No, we'll be okay cuz Terry's here and she'll, you know, she'll Make sure to get me up if she needs to. And, uh, and lo and behold, the next thing I know, Terry's cracking the door, and it's 2.45. <laughs> so that's why I said you're lucky I'm here. If Terry had not come in there, still I be might still be in that dark, <laughs> quiet, cold room sleeping. So uh, I had a pretty good nap. I think uh, Wesley did, too. So Nice. It was fun. It's fun taking care of that little booger. We love that. All right, next segment uh, on Mondays during the summer, we like to do Inside the Den, introduce you to someone in Baylor athletics that you may not normally hear from. We're going to do that today and go in the Bear Foundation and visit with the assistant AD and director of development, Jake Baskin. Jake is a former Baylor baseball pitcher and is back at Baylor. He spent some time in Austin working with Learfield um, down there, I think about 10 years in Austin But man, it is great having Jake back at his alma mater and in the Bear Foundation. And we'll let him talk to you about uh, his job, what he does, uh, what's uh, going on in the Bear Foundation right now. And also, Jake, uh, as a former letterman and in the athletic department, he was a key guy in uh, the baseball coaching search or part of uh, the crew uh, in that baseball search, so We'll get his thoughts on that as well. I know he really, really is excited about the hiring of Mitch Thompson. So we'll visit with Jake Baskin when we come back, our Inside the Den segment on this Monday. John Morris Show brought to you in part by... D'Amore Fine Jewelers. D'Amore at 4541 West Waco Drive. Where Waco gets engaged. Recently on Game Time.
0: Time to visit with Shayhan J. Raja from CBSSports.com. First of all, it's going to be the SEC and everybody else, right? So I think that that's the first part of it. After that, it's going to be the SEC kind of in their own league. It's going to be the Big Ten in their own league. I think that the Big 12 is going to be very competitive with the Pac-12 and the ACC. The projections that we've seen from some of the revenue numbers, I think, That's a big deal. They need to be in sort of that middle tier at least. Game time.
1: Weekdays at 7 a.m. on ESPN Central Texas.
5: Waco Cool Tacos in downtown Waco in Union Hall introduces their new craveable taco of the month. The Nashville Hot Chicken Taco. Crispy fried chicken, Nashville hot sauce, cabbage slaw, and chipotle mayo on a fresh flour tortilla. It's spicy, savory, and delish. Hurry into Waco Tacos at Union Hall at 720 Franklin Avenue in downtown Waco or call us at 254-340-1700. Cool Tacos in downtown Waco.
4: Four four nine five zero three three eight. Google Amanda Cunningham, Realtor with Coldwell Banker Apex, to find my website, Facebook, and more. Hey everybody! It's time for today's STEM tip.
0: Want to know how to make your selfies even better? Okay, let's use science. The best time for photos is golden hour. That's the moment right before the sun sets, when the atmosphere scatters blue and violet wavelengths, making perfect, soft, and golden selfie light to show off that beautiful face of yours. Click. Check out She Can Stem for more inspiration. ESPN Radio
5: Sports Center. I'm Ward Weintra with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by McAdams & Sons Roofing. Texas goes 0-2 in the College World Series in the first team out. OU stays unbeaten getting past Notre Dame 6-2. Today in the College World Series, Auburn and Stanford in the early elimination game followed by Ole Miss and Arkansas tonight. New York Giants linebacker Justin Hillard was suspended two games for violating the league's policy on performing enhancing substance. Former Cowboys Nate Newton was inducted into the Black College Football Hall of Fame for his time at Florida A&M. On hand was former teammate Troy Aikman. Astros wrapped up the series with the White Sox with a 4-3 win. Astros have the day off before starting a series with the Mets at home tomorrow night. Rangers lose their series to the Tigers, dropping yesterday's game 7-3. to Rangers with the day off before starting a series hosting the Phillies tomorrow night. SportsCenter, every 20
0: minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. It's time now for Inside the Den, a weekly visit with someone inside the Baylor Athletic Department. Here's the voice of the Bears.
1: Back with us, John Morris show on this Monday. Fun deal we do on Mondays during the summer may extend beyond that is uh, Inside the Den, visiting with someone in Baylor Athletics that you may not normally have a chance to hear from, and uh, and maybe that's the case today. We welcome in Jake Baskin from the Baylor Bear Foundation. And, uh, Jake, welcome to you on a holiday. Thanks for letting us bother you, and we appreciate you being on. No problem, John. Thanks for having me. It's hot out
2: there, so I'm glad to have an excuse to be indoors today.
1: Thank you. <laughs> Very good. We'll extend it as long as we can to keep you indoors as long as we can. And I, uh, I gave your title from our website uh, as a uh, you know preview of you being on, but I was wrong in that. So let me say and announce to everyone: congratulations to you, uh, a move up in the Bear Foundation. Tell everybody about your expanding role in the Bear Foundation.
2: Oh, sure thing. No big deal. I appreciate any intro that attaches me to Baylor athletics is a good one. So I'm happy for any of that. But yeah, a lot of exciting things going on here within athletics as we wound down our comprehensive philanthropic campaign across campus, Give Light. Um, Baylor's Baylor's generous donors jumped us over the $1.1 billion mark here most, most recently. So as a result of that, we're expanding a little bit. We need to get more fundraisers out there in the field because we got so many generous donors. We, we need more people to go talk to them. So um, all that to say, uh, Nick Florence, my boss, a name that, that a lot of our listeners are going to know, uh, is, is still my boss. He's moving up to uh, handle what we consider principal-level giving. And so I'll be here internally with University Advancement still um, working on major gifts. Um, as a uh as a managing director of uh of major gifts within athletics so same same job just slightly different title still yeah. the job is to go uh advance athletics forward through our fundraising efforts
1: that's great and i know you guys you don't worry about titles one bit you just want to get out there and do the job but congratulations to you that is a real step forward
2: thank you appreciate it
1: yeah and again, thanks for being on with us today. Explain how it works in advancement. And that's the term we use now. It used to be for many years development, you know, the area of development or fundraising. But now advancement is the term. Uh, explain to our listeners how that works as it relates to your job and athletics, you know, compared to the overall advancement team on campus.
2: Sure thing. Sure thing. No, I'm with you. I used to say development and then some people thought I was maybe a real estate agent, which nothing against <laughs> that department at all. But that's not what I do. So right. I started using advancement. So, yeah, you know, Dr. Livingstone and our board of regents are really, really awesome and forward thinking in terms of allowing our university fundraising team um, to be housed, essentially, at least the athletic arm of that fundraising team to be housed here within athletics. Um which is really my passion as it relates to Baylor University in general. So there's the university development team responsible for um, our fundraising efforts and um, working with our donors on on philanthropy and how they might want to impact Baylor and Baylor University. But our role here individually with athletics, um, there's a team of, uh, of three people, soon to be four, um, on the university advancement side that works to raise money at the major gift level for things like capital projects or our scholarship endowment or maybe uh, excellence fund endowments. There's a um, a group of us essentially dedicated to that sort of special projects type fundraising. And then, of course, there's the Bear Foundation, which I'm definitely passionate about being a former student athlete here for the Bears and and the the very small scholarship uh, that I earned uh, was still made possible by the generosity of those donors. So we work hand in hand, closely with the, the Bear Foundation, the folks that are out talking to our donors—six, uh, seven thousand plus of them—that are giving to our annual fund, essentially to help offset our student-athlete scholarship costs uh, for the 500-plus student-athletes that come to Baylor to compete and represent us. So. We work very closely, our major gifts team, even though we're technically on the university advancement org chart, we're embedded here, same hallway with all the Bear Foundation folks, and we definitely consider them teammates and colleagues in our overall uh, goal of, of fundraising here within the department, um, which uh, will be not quite sure yet exactly what it will be, but um, whatever it's going to be, we're going to work really closely with the Bear Foundation to, to make that happen alongside our major gift efforts.
1: Gotcha. And I'm always impressed how uh, how organized uh, your area is. You know, advancement on campus, advancement uh, in athletics, Bear Foundation. For example, the uh, trip we took to Houston with Coach Aranda speaking at a dinner that night. You know, uh, Coach Aranda, uh, we left earlier in the day than we really needed to to get to the dinner, but you took advantage of that trip to, uh, to visit some folks, some Baylor folks down there. Uh, you, you guys are really organized in that respect
2: that's true that's true yeah our alumni team which is also housed under advancement Paul Thorpe and his crew do a great job helping coordinate those types of events that bring a lot of baylor enthusiasts together under one roof in one room and we certainly try to capitalize on on the momentum and the energy that's that's you know gets around those types of events anytime your head football coaches uh, kind enough and generous enough with his time to to come out. We want to capitalize on that, and I think you would agree that at Baylor we uh, we try to be as efficient and and do do more with less than some of our competitors, um, just because of our you know maybe the size of our alumni base or the size of our school. But we've shown that we don't have to compromise or or give up anything when it comes to being competitive and being elite on the court or on the field of play. Um, but we've gotten good at doing more with less, right? So that's one of the ways we try to do that.
1: Yeah, very well said. It's got to be a fun time, isn't it, Jake? To uh, you know, with all the things going on at Baylor University overall and Baylor Athletics in particular, to uh, to call on people, and uh, you know, I'm sure those folks that you visit with love talking Baylor Athletics and love knowing options uh, in which they can be involved.
2: Absolutely, it's it's been kind of uh, Coach Drew and Coach Aranda, as well as all of our other head coaches here, recently to have such success across the board, um, whether it's, you know, championships in the conference or, or national championships, or even the success we've had. Um, I say we, you know, being an older, old over the Hill, I might add student athletes, it's hard to kind of take that, that uniform in your mind off, but you know, our graduation success rate, the, um, the, the success we've had in the classroom, I think we're eight years in a row now leading our, our conference in GSR. Um, so absolutely a great time to be out talking about the green and gold and um, people are certainly never lack for passion when it comes to Baylor athletics, but it's, um, it's been great. The only thing I can think that might be better is just maybe having a headset on and being on the radio and getting to have all the confetti <laughs> on you from the radio booth.
1: Um you know? Yeah, I don't know if that's better, but it's pretty good, let me tell you. <laughs> it's pretty good. Jake Baskin, our guest, Associate AD for Baylor Athletics, Senior Director of Development and uh, former baseball letter winner. And uh, I'm thinking about, about the years you were here, Jake. Uh, came in in 95, finished in 2000. That was a very successful stretch, uh, really the start of, um, uh, very near the start of uh, Steve Smith, Mitch Thompson, Hoot Jonigan, that era of Baylor baseball. Uh, what stands out to you about your playing days at Baylor?
2: That's a that's a very short conversation in memory, John. It doesn't take me too long to talk about <laughs> my playing days. I think the greatest contribution I made. Well, and you're right, some some historically good teams for Baylor baseball in the late '90s, and I was certainly glad to be a part of that. I had a great seat for. of them, meaning the bench or the bullpen. Um, My my biggest contribution was probably just staying out of Jason Jennings' way um, on his way of our apartment over to the baseball field. We were roommates for a couple years. So the best thing I did was just stay out of his way so he could get to the (laughs) ballpark. That's great.
1: That's cool. But you you were a big part of some really great uh really great teams, really great seasons. Jason Jennings, a big part of that. Ninety eight, the NCAA regional in uh in Gainesville, Florida. Wasn't that fun when, when this team broke through, you know, finally broke through and went to a regional?
2: Absolutely, no, for sure. And I probably my one of my favorite memories, I mean, they all kind of run together and it's it may be odd to 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 name a loss as one of the highlights, but You'll probably remember that next year in '99, when the ballpark was nearing its completion, ballpark, and we were able to host the super regional against Oklahoma State and sweltering hot. Classes were already over, but it felt like the entire student body stuck around that summer to come out and and cheer us on and support us in that super regional against Oklahoma State, and came up a little short. Um, five outs. Not that I'm not that I'm counting or remember. Yeah. Um, but was really neat experience just to see our student body and really the city of Waco rally around our program and our team. And again, we didn't complete our goal that year, but um, like to think it, it went a long way towards establishing some of the championship pedigree that that came uh, in the years following, and certainly that 05 team that, that went to Omaha that I've always had so much respect
1: for. Yeah, and uh, in 2000, part of a, a Big 12 championship team in 2000 as well, so a lot of success during your time here. And Mitch Thompson is uh, is now back. Uh, the announcement yesterday or last week in the formal press conference, we now know coming up on Thursday, of Mitch is our new head baseball coach. Uh, that's fun, isn't it? Because I know you know Mitch really, really well.
2: You know, I heard a thing or two about Mitch in the last <laughs> week or so. I I thought there was news that I needed to tune in on. <laughs> yes, absolutely uh, thrilled for thrilled for Coach Thompson or or Coach T, as a lot of us know him as. I I know, I guess technically we're we're coworkers at this point. I, I may need to start calling him Mitch, but I you know he's always going to be Coach T to me. So um, thrilled for he and Amber, and just could not think of someone more well prepared or deserving. And really, quite frankly, who I think wants this job uh, and wanted this job now that he's got it—I'll um, say in the present tense—than uh, than than anyone else. So excited for him, and can't think of anyone better to to try to get things back to where we know they they can be and where we we enjoy them to be not so long ago.
1: Yeah, that's true. And isn't it fun to have somebody you know coming in, uh, you know, new head coach for a program? But gosh, he knows uh, Baylor so well, and he knows Baylor baseball so well. Eighteen years here as an assistant—you know—that's that's really fun to have Mitch uh, coming back home, if you will.
2: Absolutely, absolutely, and I think he'll—that—that's true in more ways than one, right? Just in terms of some of the relationships that he's got across um, our state, which is a pretty strong one from a prep baseball, summer league, club league standpoint. Those relationships he's got, it's not like he's gonna to have to start from square one or kind of get out of Texas map. You know if there's anybody that knows his way around the back roads of of Texas high School and summer League baseball, it's mitch Thompson, so yes, he knows his way around campus but but I like to think he knows his way around our state and um and the and the recruiting ranks as well, so I think um there's a lot of different ways that that coach can capitalize on on his time here,
1: yeah, that's really cool. Uh, tell us, uh, Jake. I mentioned this earlier. Also, before you came back to Baylor, before we got you back home here at Baylor, you spent was it ten years in Austin working uh, working at UT? Well,
2: we don't we don't have to necessarily let everything out.
1: Of no, bathroom. no, no, no. This is part of your story.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I usually just say a conference competitor. There no, you go. I, I graduated from Baylor in 2000 with a business degree, and this was back when the internet was like. You know, I, I sound like a, an old guy here, but the internet was really just starting to kind of come online—no, no pun intended—and and Dell Computer was investing pretty heavily in college campuses for recruiting purposes. So I, I went to work for Dell right out of college for about three years, and really just didn't take me long to really miss the pull of, of uh, athletics and specifically uh, college athletics. And so, the, as quick as I could, I, I jumped into minor league baseball. Um, vocationally I uh, wasn't drafted but started working for the Round Rock Express just because I miss being around the game so much and then um, for about 15, 16, 17 years after that my main career was in uh, third-party rights holder so basically selling sponsorships and advertising for for college athletics teams and did that for a couple of schools uh, uh, through Learfield IMG College but am thrilled to be back here in Waco for uh, the last 18, 20 months or so getting to be a part of max vision to prepare champions for life. That just really resonates with me. And the experience I had as a college athlete, I mean, I I, I was having a little fun with it earlier, earlier, but even just being on the very end of the bench, so to speak, just the, the uh, the opportunity that college athletics affords people. And I've got the benefit of kind of looking in hindsight and retrospect to of the lessons that that I was able to learn and experience and how that helped me um, as Mac would say prepare champions for life so that when I heard about that it was like yes sign me up let me get in the middle of that
1: wow that's great that's a great story uh, final thought tell everybody uh, about your family I know Ryder is the, is the one member of your family I, I see most often because he loves coming out to practices and games and coming up to your office
2: No, you're absolutely right. He, he has already laid out the clothes he wants to wear to his first football game. And I've tried (laughs) to, you know, a hundred days away or whatever from even when that game might be, he won't be going to the first one. Um, but he is undeterred. So absolutely. Yeah. Um, we have my wife, Meredith and I, uh, we're celebrating 10 years of marriage next summer. And, um, we have, uh, uh, just turned eight year old girl. We have a uh, rider who'll be six um, on Friday, and uh-huh. then Kate is three and a half, and her twin sister Maya obviously will uh, is three and a half as well. So three girls and a boy.
1: Very nice, great family there. And man, we are so glad you are uh, you are here at Baylor and back at your alma mater and doing great work uh, with advancement and with the Bear Foundation. Hey, thanks for letting us bother you on a holiday. I really appreciate it, and uh, I will see you down the hallway tomorrow.
2: No problem. One quick shout-out, if I can, because yes. I know you like to do birthdays this yes. segment. Yes. I, I'd be remiss if I didn't remind the, the bare faithful that uh, Mr. Florence, Nick Florence, you can fact-check me on his age uh-huh. tomorrow, but his birthday is tomorrow. <laughs> um, not today, but hopefully within the 24-hour rule. So, uh, happy early birthday to Nick, and Again, thanks, John. I I wouldn't even be in this chair if it wasn't for the generosity of our donors and their desire to make an impact transformationally through the lives of our student-athletes here within athletics. So we're so grateful for all the generosity exhibited to Baylor Athletics through our donors, and is just excited for what's coming down the pipe in the
1: coming years. Well, it's exciting. Thanks very much, Jake. I appreciate your time. All right, take care. All right, see you. Thanks. Jake Baskin uh, with the Bear Foundation, Associate AD, Senior Director of Development, and that is a move up. Nick Florence uh, had been uh, in that chair in that office but is now moving to campus. He's not leaving Baylor, but Nick, uh, really an expanded role, opens the door for an expanded role for Jake Baskin as well, former Baylor baseball pitcher. And uh, you think about, you know, some pretty good seasons in there, 95, 96, 97. 98 goes to the uh, NCAA tournament in Gainesville, uh, Florida. 99 hosts a regional, hosts a Super Regional. Comes close to a College World Series uh, appearance, losing to uh, Oklahoma State in the Super Regional in 99, and then 2000 uh, Big 12 Conference Championship team. So, Jake, uh, he's downplaying it, but a big part of that success for Baylor baseball. All right, uh, we appreciate Jake. That is our Inside the Den segment for uh, this Monday. Let's take a break. We'll be back. Look ahead, wrap things up, and have more when we come back. From the Alan Samuels Studios, John Morris, Aaron Sexton, brought to you in part by Alan Samuels, Dodge, Chrysler, Jeep, Ram, Fiat, your friend in the car business. What a year for Baylor Athletics. Matt Meyer will hold the ball, toss it high in celebrate a second straight big 12 conference championship baylor clinches it with a win over iowa state tonight here in the Farrell center 75 68 drop the confetti in the Farrell center from the flagship station for baylor athletics espn central texas you wouldn't call your doctor accountant or mechanic using a 1-800 number so why your bank If you have to dial 1-800, you don't know your bank, and your bank doesn't know you. Come to Central National Bank and experience the difference. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC.
0: The Voice of the Bears, John Morris, weekdays at 3 p.m. on ESPN Central
1: Texas.
0: ESPN
5: Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward Weitz with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by McAdams and Sons Roofing. Texas goes 0-2 in the College World Series in the first team out. OU stays unbeaten getting past Notre Dame 6-2. Today in the College World Series, Auburn at Stanford in the early elimination game followed by Ole Miss and Arkansas tonight. New York Giants linebacker Justin Hillard was suspended two games for violating the league's policy on performing enhancing substance. Former Cowboys Nate Newton was inducted in the Black College Football Hall of Fame for his time at Florida A&M. On hand was former teammate Troy Aikman. Astros wrapped up the series with the White Sox with a 4-3 win. Astros have the day off before before starting a series with the Mets at home tomorrow night. Rangers lose their series to the Tigers, dropping yesterday's game 7-3. to Rangers with the day off before starting a series, hosting the Phillies tomorrow night. SportsCenter, every
0: 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas.
1: this final segment, John Morris Show, brought to you in part by Kaleo Wealth Management. Employing a comprehensive yet focused approach to your financial situation, Kaleo Wealth Management provides customized investment strategies designed to help you pursue your needs and goals. That is Kaleo Wealth Management. All right, uh, let's look ahead. Matt Mosley coming up next, top of the hour. Uh, Let's see, I think I got a text from old Matt. See what's going on in the four to six hour, it uh, might be just as easy to ask you, Aaron, but he has got Chris Hummer of uh, 24-7. He is on his interview with Aranda coming up at 4-20. And uh, Dr. Maya Moody Ramirez will be on uh, from uh, journalism at Baylor to discuss a variety of topics, including today's national holiday. So that'll be good with Matt Mosley coming up four to six here on ESPN Central Texas. And remember, weekday mornings, the first word in sports is game time with Tom, Ward, and Ryan, 7 to 9 a.m. weekday mornings right here on ESPN Central Texas. Let's mention some birthdays before we uh, get out of here. Oh, thanks to uh, Tom Brooks also, fellow fellow uh, grandpa, if you will, Will, who appreciated the story of Falling asleep, uh, keeping your grandchild uh, and uh, grandchild uh, taking a nap as well. So Tom can relate to that. <laughs> so thanks, Tom. I'm glad you understand. And uh, it's it's part of what we do. I think that's what we do. <laughs> so very fun with uh, young Wesley Wellborn earlier today. Birthdays today. How about Coop? Chuck Cooperstein's birthday, the voice of the Dallas Mavericks, when he on with uh, Mosley one day last week.
3: He was. We had him on after the Christian
1: Wood trade. Yeah, that's what it was. Yeah. Yeah. So happy birthday to Coop today. It is, let's see who else we got. Birthday wise today. uh, Darlene Bowles' birthday is today. Uh, Jeanette Suttle Vandiver's birthday is today. Um, Gosh, that might be it. Let me check another list to see. Make sure I don't leave anybody out on the 20th. Of June. Yeah, I think that's all I've got. Uh who who would uh let me let me go back to yesterday, though. Since we weren't here yesterday, Aaron, uh, it was Hank haye's birthday. Happy birthday to Hank. Uh Robin the big cat Jones. Uh Big Cat's birthday was yesterday. Logan verrett former Baylor and uh now major league pitcher Logan verrett Uh birthday yesterday. Brady Heslip, sharp shooting guard for the Bears from Canada. His birthday was yesterday, Lee Palmeyer's birthday, Uh, Tess Jamerson's birthday was yesterday, works in alumni, and Mikhail Baker, former Baylor uh, receiver slash defensive back, his birthday was yesterday as well. So, busy weekend of those birthdays, add a couple more today, and who would you add to that list, Aaron?
3: I have quite the list today, and I'll do something I usually don't do, which is, Go back to yesterday. Okay, and uh-huh. I uh, usually, you know, if they happen to fall on the weekend, I'll All just right. skip them. But right. there was one yesterday that I felt was uh, important enough to mention today. Dirk Nowitzki oh, turned nice. forty-four. Yeah, so uh, happy birthday to Dirk! As far as birthdays today, uh, uh, it's a long and distinguished list. Today, Bob via, via,
1: Bob via. This old house, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah okay, uh, yeah. I mean, it's is, been is s- it? I think he pronounces it villa, though.
3: I think you may be or is right. It via.
1: Bob Villa. It's
3: been so long since, and I watched that show as right, a kid. Right. You know, we had four channels, and <laughs> right. If, I, if you were sick du- sick during the day, uh-huh. if you didn't want to watch soap operas,
1: that was it. A lot
3: of times, you were watching this old house. Yeah, so Bob Villa. That. I th- I believe that's right. Okay. I think that's how he says he is seventy six today. Singer Ann Murray is 77, one of my mom's all-time favorites. Brian Wilson from the Beach Boys turns 80 today. And uh, he is the, besides being an original member of the Beach Boys, he's also the father of Wendy and Carney Wilson from the group Wilson Phillips, who had a bunch of hits back in the 80s and early 90s. I know it had been the early 90s, not the 80s. Singer Lionel Richie, one of my all-time favorites. Uh, That today? Yes, 73 today a uh, great solo career and obviously with the Commodores before that. John Goodman uh turns 70 today. He, Nicole Kidman turns 55 and I believe that's it. Let me check one more thing. Um Yeah, that's it. So, all right, that's a good list. Happy birthday to all those people
1: And going back to yesterday with Dirk, and uh, how about that, Dirk and Coop, uh, one day apart in their birthdays. Those guys worked together for a a long time, Dirk's entire time in Dallas. You still looking?
3: Um, I was looking at yesterday, but nobody Nobody else. Yeah, we'll we'll give Dirk the honor of being the (laughs) first uh, person that I've actually given their birthday after the, it happened on the weekend. Yeah, well,
1: high honor there. That just doesn't <laughs> happen. <laughs> All right, happy birthday to those folks, and uh, if we missed you, I do apologize. Update, College World Series, Auburn leads Stanford 6-2, top of the eighth inning at uh, Charles Schwab Field in Omaha. Remember last week uh, we were surmising about the name change was uh, TD Amerit- Ameritrade Park for a while. Now Charles Schwab Field. We said, uh, are they based in Omaha, Nebraska? Uh, they are not. They're based in San Francisco. That's the home headquarters for Charles Schwab, but they have a um, – uh, what's the term they use? They've got a, a real hub, a real Branch center. Branch office there? Yeah, yeah, but a big one. Right. Like uh, right. for the whole Midwest is right there in Omaha. So that's a big part of that name change of that ballpark.
3: And Stanford has left, left a lot of runners on base, huh. and they just uh, – left the bases loaded in, what, what inning are they in? Eight, the top, top of the, the eighth. Eight. So in the bottom of the seventh, Ugh. they left the bases loaded, and I think that they left at least two on in the sixth. It may have been bases loaded also, but they've left quite a few runners on base. They've had some chances, just haven't been able to take advantage.
1: Well, and remember, Stanford, the number two national seed, they are the highest seed remaining, high seed that made it to Omaha this year. But in, ban- in danger of bowing out, losing to Auburn, 6-2 uh, to two is the score, top of the eighth inning. Tonight, 6 o'clock, Ole Miss and Arkansas. Told you uh, Texas bowed out with a couple of losses in Omaha, but what a great season to get there. And then Oklahoma is rolling, man. Oklahoma wins over AM and and Notre Dame. They are uh, the lone unbeaten team in the top half of the bracket, bracket one. They are, as such, off until Wednesday, the other thing about this schedule, you're never gonna play on back to back days. Well, I guess you I guess you could later on if you fall if you get a loss, but if you keep winning, you're not gonna play back to back days until the championship series. And that's what Oklahoma's done. They played Friday, they played Sunday, now they don't play again till Wednesday at one against the winner of tomorrow's Notre Dame, Texas A and M elimination game. So well done by the Sooners.
3: Looking forward to that. That was uh the Irish were my, uh, I don't want to say pick, but that's who I was rooting for right. when when you looked at the field. And they've, you know, I mean, they're in the loser's bracket, but they did beat Texas, so they have got that going for them. Yeah,
1: <laughs> <laughs> that's true. And the team that went in and knocked off Tennessee. Now they could just beat AM
3: tomorrow. They'd be my new <laughs> They'd really second be favorite, favorite baseball team. team.
1: Yeah. <laughs> All right, we got to get out of here. Uh, stay tuned. Matt Mosley is next. Aaron and Matt will keep you updated on the College World Series scores from Omaha. We'll be back, Lord willing, tomorrow at three p.m. We appreciate you being with us today. We appreciate uh, Tom Brooks tuning in and texting in, or actually, it was an email from Tom. Thank you very much, and thanks to Jake Baskin, who was our guest in our Inside the Den segment, visiting with someone inside Baylor Athletics. Jake. The associate AD and senior director of development uh, with Baylor Athletics. We appreciate Jake very much, and appreciate you for tuning in. Right now, stay tuned. Matt Mosley is next here on ESPN Central Texas. CJ Mo.
0: Recently on the.